Hello, it is February 22nd, 2019. This is the Mindful Bipolar Podcast. My name is Damien. Uh, This podcast is going to be about uh, some of the anxiety I've been feeling lately. Um, An appointment I recently had with my psychiatrist. Um... I'll talk about some of the books I've been reading and music I've been listening to and um, yeah, and and probably some more stuff I will get into it. Um, so I, uh, I had a psychiatrist appointment last week and uh, the main topic of the appointment, because I've been doing well, uh, you know, for a little more than a year and a half. Uh, so I talked to my doc about my desire to go down on the doses of my my meds uh, because you know I've been listening to some podcasts I've read books where you know people are able to you know be uh, pharmaceutical free and 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 still have a good life or not take as many meds and have a good life. Um, I used to take so many meds, so many different meds for many years and, you know, never was really sure what was working or I would go from one to another to another. Um, but you know, for, uh, for the past few years, I've just been taking, uh, lithium and neurontin and trazodone for sleep and it's been working for me, but you know the the meds they do make me tired uh i i've had like a i did have a weight gain from the meds i've uh recently i've lost uh like 14 pounds um, cuz i've really improved uh, my diet and how i eat and what i eat and um you know i i think you know I, the meds also uh affect my creativity and my energy and you know and in a way, my personality, I'm definitely not the same person, you know, I'm, I'm definitely more subdued, and, um, you know, I, it's, it, you know, it's a difficult, I guess, it's a, it's a difficult subject for me, because, because I have been doing so well, um, but, you know, I talked to my doc, and, you know, we talked about the meds, he, uh, he, does not want to uh, adjust my lithium dose. Uh, I'm at a pretty, it's a pretty low dose of lithium, I guess 900 milligrams a day. Uh, and when he takes a blood level, it's like 0.7. I think the, the range is supposed to be between 0.8 to 1.2. So I'm not even at the lowest point in the range. But, you know, when I used to take more lithium. I was at one point something and I just was not liking it at all and I wasn't really liking myself so but my doc did uh did tell me that I could take uh less neurontin so as of last week I started to take one less neurontin pill a day I would normally take one 400 milligram neurontin in the morning and one 400 milligram at night now now I'm only taking one Neurontin 400 milligrams at night. So, we'll see. I mean, it's it's been, I guess, a, 
Yeah, it's been a week. I, I don't know if I've noticed any difference yet. Um, you know, one, I guess one of the one of the things I'll, I'll mention, which I don't think this has anything to do with the Neurontin, was uh, a few nights ago I I couldn't I could not sleep. I didn't sleep all night. Maybe twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and uh, it was I was. I was laying in bed with my girlfriend. I was I was reading, and I got a a text on my phone from the uh, Airbnb house that I had booked uh, for this weekend. I'm going to see my oldest daughter, and they had canceled my reservations. And they said you need to check your email to get the details. So I was like, "What is what is going on? Like, you gotta be kidding me!" I got up and. You know, I got my my laptop out and I was checking my email and uh, the reservation was canceled because of my criminal record. And that criminal record included the incident that happened at my girlfriend's house two years ago when I was arrested and put in jail for two days for emotional distress and and abuse. And... uh, you know, I guess it's a good thing that Airbnb they they, you know they they check people out and and do that kind of uh, of uh, you know look at the people. But you know, I I guess when I read the my criminal record and started thinking about that and some of the details started coming back to me. You know, I I just got so. So upset with myself and remembering what had happened, uh, you know, at the height of my mania is when is when that emotional distress and abuse happened, which I talked about in my last uh, podcast episode. Um, I you know I, I felt like I was I was rewatching a, a horrible movie that I did not want to watch you know, with, a, with, a, with a bad ending, but I had to sit there and watch it, you know, with like toothpicks, keeping my eyes open, like in A Clockwork Orange. And I just was so distressed and so upset. I, I did not sleep. And, you know, I talked about what was going on in my head with my girlfriend after I got off uh, the computer. And, she was listening and and we had a good conversation but it was late it was late she has to get up early for for work in the morning i'm up early every morning also and she fell asleep and then i was just up for the rest of the night and you know not doing anything productive i was watching shows on netflix the last i think couple episodes of mad men and uh listening to music and you know playing games and you know, not doing anything productive, and, you know, I worry, I was worried the next day about, uh, you know, starting to feel hypomanic and get, getting manic, because, as I've also talked about in previous episodes here, that lack of sleep, you know, uh, for several days has always resulted in, in mania for me, but that, that next day without sleeping, I was just, I, I was I had no energy. I was laying around on the couch all day trying to read and trying to do some writing. 
Um, I was just, I felt like, you know, a shell of myself. I was like barely existing and I was not feeling well all day, just tired and cranky. And uh, so, you know, the next night I, I went to sleep a little bit earlier than normal and I slept, I guess, nine hours. And I felt the next day, I felt much better and, and back to normal. So I'm, you know, thankful for that. Uh, so the, uh, the Airbnb, uh, I am planning to go see my oldest daughter this weekend, uh, down in DC, visit with her and, and celebrate with her because she was accepted at medical school a, a few weeks ago and she was so excited. Um, she's been waitlisted for, at several other schools and it's very possible she'll get into more schools than just this one, but she was so happy and her, she had been feeling anxious and, and down cause she hadn't been accepted anywhere yet. And, um, you know, she's like a, it's like a new person. She told me she hasn't felt, you know, so good since last May, you know, when she, uh, I guess graduated from, from, uh, college. And I am so happy for her and so proud of her, you know, and so proud to, to be her dad. And I just want to be with her and, and see her and talk with her, listen to her. Tell me how happy she is and stories that she has. Uh, I know she has a few friends that were also accepted to medical school. Um, And I really, you know, I don't get to see my children all that much, you know, compared to years ago. Uh, You know, my daughter down in D.C., my other daughter is in Philly, but, you know, it's a distance away from where I live. And I don't see them as much as I would like to. So every time that I have a chance to see them, I really, uh, you know, look forward to it and and put great value in that time that I get to spend with them. You know, the anxiety I was I was mentioning at the beginning of this uh, podcast—it's been, I guess, it's been happening since I started to make plans with my daughter to go down and and see her because. You know, I, I will definitely be off my, my schedule, my routine uh, that weekend. Um, yeah, I won't be doing the, the things I normally do to uh, keep myself, you know, feeling like I'm in a good mood and, and stable. But it's only, you know, it's still, it's only a couple of days. But, you know, just, I guess it's just the, the thought of getting off my routine even for a couple of days has me feeling uh, a little anxious. You know, the other thing, too, the anxiety is, you know, because of situations and times in the past when I had planned to visit my daughters or, you know, we had talked about doing something and, 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 and that was something that was going to happen, but then it didn't because, because of my moods. I was... Most most of the time I was depressed and I didn't want to get out of bed. Or there was one time when I was so manic and I I had been I I've been using uh crystal meth for a couple of weeks and I 
I, uh, I texted my one of my daughters and said, I, I'm not going to make it down to see you guys today. And, you know, and, you know, I think, well, I was definitely looking forward to seeing them, but at the time, like, drugs were, were more important than my daughters. And that's fucked up. That's, that's fucked up. I mean, drugs, you know, when, when you're in the midst of, of using them, they are more important than every fucking thing in your life. And, uh, you know, but, you know, for, I, I have not had that happen to me for a while now. And, uh, my daughters are the two most important things in my life. And I want to spend as much time with them as possible and watch them as they continue to grow up and mature and, uh, you know, have good lives. Because, you know, they're just, they're both doing so well. Uh, You know, my oldest going to med school uh, in a few months and my youngest at a, a pretty prestigious business school doing well grade-wise and uh, spent a, a semester over in Europe and really enjoyed that and did a lot of traveling. And they're good kids. They're, they're really, really good kids, good women. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> tomorrow I will be leaving to go see my oldest with my girlfriend and it'll be, you know, for two days, but uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And just talking about it right now, I'm feeling a little more at ease about the trip. I don't, you know, I don't really like driving, even like driving to my girlfriend's house, which is almost an hour. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't like it. I mean, I listen to music or I'm, list, or I'm listening to a podcast, but I've never been a, a fan of driving, I guess, since I stopped using uh, when I was in my addiction, I would always be high when I was driving or drinking when I was driving. And then it was definitely more fun, uh, and not as stressful. So, you know, I, I, one of the things I wanted to talk about today are some of the books that I have read or have been reading, um, the first one I will mention is, is called Mindfulness. For bipolar disorder, it was written by William R. Marchand, and it's uh, how mindfulness and neuroscience help you manage your bipolar symptoms. And it is a very, very good book, uh, very instructive. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I've been re- I'm about halfway through it, and uh, you know, I I would I would definitely recommend it to anyone who, you know, wants to start a mindfulness practice with their bipolar disorder. Um, another book I started reading uh, a week or two ago, it's called Psych Meds Made Simple, How and Why They Do What They Do. It was written by Ashley L. Peterson. And it's, you know, again, a- another good book. I mean, I've been taking psych meds for about 26 years, so I know a lot about them, but since I started reading this book, I know even more, you know, about how they work and their, why they're, have their efficacies and, and, and some of the bad things. So it's, uh, it's a really good book. Uh, 
Psych Meds Made Simple by Ashley Peterson. Uh, another book that I finished last year, uh, it was called Let's Go So We Can Get Back. It was written by the, uh, the artist Jeff Tweedy, one of my favorite artists. Uh, he's the uh, singer, guitar player for Wilco and has recorded and released a few solo albums. And the book, you know, it's, it's a biography. It's about his life and his music and about his addiction and his, his ability to get clean and to recover from that and to have a good life and to still make good music and to be a good father and to be a good husband. Um, very, very good. And I, I definitely recommend, uh, if you don't or haven't listened to Jeff Tweedy, uh, Together at Last, an album he put out a little while ago, which are covers of Wilco songs. It's really, really good. And his latest album is called Warm. And it's also, uh, you know, good, good listening. Uh, another book that I, I read that I got a lot out of. It's called I'm Not Crazy, Just Bipolar by Wendy K. Williamson. And it's, you know, the story of her life and about her diagnosis and when she was in college and what she went through and, and the, you know, the trials and tribulations and how, what she's doing, what she has been doing to have a good life for the past several years, and it's a very good memoir. She also co-authored a book called Two Bipolar Chicks, um, and that was with uh, Honoré, I can't think of her name offhand, but uh, Honoré Rose, and uh, it's called Two Bipolar Chicks Guide to Survival, by Wendy K. Williamson and Honoré Rose, and it's a, it's a very, very helpful and instructive book. Honoré Rose, I believe, I'm sorry. It's very good. Um, you know, another book I will mention is called Birth of a New Brain by Diane Harwood. Uh, one, of the, one of the very best books I've read about bipolar disorder. She talks about uh, when she, you know, first showed symptoms, her postpartum uh, experiences, and and all the stuff that she has gone through, and what she has done to ensure that she has a good life, that she is a good mother, and a good wife, and a good friend to those in her life, and it's. Um, you know, it's it's very well written, Birth of a New Brain, and um, I highly recommend it. Uh, you know, one more book I will mention, uh, well, two two more books. Clown and I, Riding the Wildling Spirit by Ryan Heffernan is a great, great uh, book about bipolar disorder. He... He really just shoots from the hip and tells it like it is, and it, there's even a, you know, a, a 
a sign on the book saying explicit content because he really gets into the nitty-gritty of the illness and what he went through and, you know, and what again, what he has done to have a good life. And I just, uh, I just saw a tweet uh, that his fiance there now he's getting married again and you know in clown and i ryan talks about how if it wasn't for his son he wasn't sure if he would be writing the book if he would be doing all the good things he's doing because he wanted to be a good father you know and there's a lot of uh, similarities in in these books i guess because i (laughs) also want to be a good father, and uh, I want to be a good friend and boyfriend, and I don't, I really highly doubt that I would be doing so well and making this progress and be in this ongoing recovery if it wasn't for my daughters and for my girlfriend. I love all of you very, very much, and I, I can't thank you enough for for giving me this life, and and I just uh, I I am not going to give up, you know, trying my best and doing what I can. I I can't I can't go back to how things were. Uh, you know, I I didn't like that life, and I didn't like myself, and I am pretty sure my kids weren't very fond of me at times either. So I don't want that to happen again. Uh, I guess, last two books. Ellen Forney is the author's name. The first book is Rock Steady, Brilliant Advice from My Bipolar Life. Great, great book. It is a graphic novel. Uh, I guess easier to read than a typical book, but uh, you know she is the illustrator. And it's well done, very, very well illustrated, and you know a lot of great messages. And the other book... That Ellen Forney wrote is called Marbles, Mania, Depression, Michelangelo, and Me. It's also a graphic novel or a graphic memoir, and uh, you know, two really, really good books. The author's name is Ellen Forney. Uh, you know, for me, reading is a you know a big part of each of my days. I, I do love to read, especially when I find a book that I really I'm getting a lot out of. I have a hard time putting it down until I'm done with it. And uh, you know, I've learned that you know sometimes you 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 start reading a book you're not you're not getting anything from. It's not that great. And I've learned to just put it down and and pick up something else that is speaking to me, that means something to me. You know and. Uh, I never used to be able to do that, but I I have been doing that uh, recently. You know, another a big part of my life is music. I I listen to music. You know, from the time I wake up in the morning, you know, throughout the day. Um, Connor Oberst is probably my favorite artist. Uh, formerly with Bright Eyes, I don't know if he will record any more albums with Bright Eyes, but his solo work is pretty phenomenal. Uh, Does he have bipolar disorder? You would think he does from some of the song lyrics and from some of the songs that he he sings, but 
I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I, I, I do believe he has some type of mood disorder. Uh, but I, you know, I can't say enough about Connor Oberst. I, I listen to him probably more than any artist. The National is another uh, favorite band of mine. I, I love The National, and um, almost all their albums are high on my list of, of music to listen to. Trouble Will Find Me is probably, is, is my favorite album by The National. It's uh, really, really, really good. Um, I mentioned Jeff Tweedy and Wilco, also, you know, really like them. I've been listening uh, lately to Better Oblivion Community Center. That is uh, Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridgers, uh, the two of them created that band and it's uh you know great great music the there are two voices and the lyrics the music it's uh it's really 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 good stuff Phoebe Bridgers uh is a, is a great artist um I had first heard of her when my daughter told me she opened up she saw the National in concert and Phoebe Bridgers opened up for the National and you know, she had good things to say about her, so I started listening to her, and uh, I really like her music. Um, Chris Cornell, you know, I I was so upset when he when he died, um, suicide or or overdose, but it was sad. I mean, I used to like Soundgarden, but Chris Cornell's solo work is is I think uh, great stuff, and I listen to him. A lot. Band of Horses is another uh, another band that I I really really enjoy uh, listening to, and um, I, I listen to Radiohead. Uh, Down Pilot is another band that I I love their music. Uh, a couple albums in particular, Leaving Not Arriving is a, a very good album by Down Pilot. So. You know, I'm I'm leaving tomorrow to visit my oldest daughter, and I am really looking forward to it. And I'm glad I was able to talk about it with all of you listening, because I feel a little bit better um, having been able to discuss it and about my anxiety and everything else. Um, you know, I just I want to be the best father that I can be, in whatever way that is for for my two kids and I really think that visiting with them and spending time with them is is a big big part of being a good father so looking forward to this weekend and um, yeah I will probably check back in with you when I uh, do my next podcast about how that went so I hope everyone out there is having a good day a good week that you have a good weekend coming up and that your family members and your loved ones and those close to you are are just enjoying your presence and you being with them and you talking with them and you spending time with them because that is so so very important for all of us to have those kinds of people in our lives that you make our lives good make our lives better so thank you all for listening 
to the Mindful Bipolar Podcast. Uh, I will be back uh, a week or so. And uh, take care. Thanks again. Bye.